0: Listening to Disabled Shit. My name is Tara. And I'm Julianne. And we wanted to let you know that we do, in fact, have an email should you choose to communicate with us. And the email is disabledshit at gmail.com. All lowercase, no spaces, disabledshit at gmail.com. So when last we spoke, We had uh, just gone to see the Book of Mormon, which was freaking awesome. Yes. And uh, Julianne wanted to share a little bit about the,
1: the after effects. Oh, well, on the ride home, we were waiting for said shuttle to take us home. And this gentleman walked up and he's like, I don't know what to do my father's passing and I just have um, like a few days and I'm trying to get to Idaho Idaho it was Idaho and we're like oh no you know and he asked if the bus drivers were nice and would let him just get on I'm like I don't think I think you gotta pay him and then (laughs) he wanted like sixteen dollars and which is really not an exorbitant amount of money it's not and he had asked every church in the neighborhood or so he said or so he said and had i had some cash on hand i may have given him some money but i really didn't i had the guys tip for the bus (laughs) and that was it by the time that was over with
0: Yeah, that's the only cash I had was the the tip for the driver. And um, I really felt bad for this guy, but I did notice when I was thinking back on it that he didn't have any luggage with him. He didn't have a backpack or he didn't have anything to
1: like carry an extra pair of underpants or a toothbrush or anything. I thought he looked like he may have just got a gel or something didn't have money for anywhere to stay which know?
0: could be the case. they get what fifty
1: dollars and the clothes on their back so i i think that's it yeah, yeah fifty
0: bucks and if you have ever tried to get someplace to stay for fifty dollars good luck good luck with that yeah because it's not going to happen and if it does happen you're going to have like one night that you can stay, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, it could very well have been that he was desperately in need of money.
1: Regardless, regardless of the regardless situation. Regardless the reason.
0: And, um... Honestly, mm-hmm. if I had had $16 in cash, I probably would have given it to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, it's like People just don't mm-hmm. usually ask for money unless mm-hmm. they really do need it. Um, occasionally... There are assholes who will take advantage of nice people, yeah. but I would say most people who are
1: asking strangers for to money. help them
0: yeah. really do need the money for something.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we had that guy. He walked away. Ended up going down the block, um, and then on the bus ride home, we were both kind of sick. To our stomachs. We had these awful, nasty breakfast burritos from oh, the oh hotel. I felt so sick from that breakfast yeah, burrito. You were like oh. green, and so we were sick on the way home. And we get home, and we just effectively collapsed for probably two or three days. I think it was about three days before we
0: actually were functioning at all again and able yeah. to go to an appointment or anything. I can't. I think we both had to cancel. We did a bunch of appointments before mm-hmm. we were able to go back to see anyone because we were so exhausted and just sore, and sore hurting. and tired and just like
1: yeah, yeah. So. That leads us to getting back into doctor's appointments like every freaking day.
0: All day. All day every, day. every day.
1: Seeing the doctor.
0: Seeing somebody. The doctor, the physical therapist, the the physician's assistant, the nurse practitioner, the nurse, the tech, the whoever the hell is, you know, trying to draw blood or whatever...
1: Oh, you got a beauty on your last infusion. You got a beautiful bruise.
0: Oh, my gosh. It is the size of a golf ball. (laughs) Bigger. It's really big. Yeah. Maybe more like a a racquetball. Baseball. I don't think it's a baseball big, but it's like the size of a racquetball. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, but the nurse, um, she did only poke me once, God bless her, and she felt so bad that it was bruising, and she tried very hard to um, get it to bruise less or to stop or whatever. It didn't really work, but I appreciated her trying, at least, to not leave me marked up. But everybody who has seen my arm since has
1: been like, wow, what happened there? How how has Julianne been beating you like that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as if Julianne would ever, ever, ever. (laughs) You either. Yeah, right. We're like... The most non violent people out there. That's like, yeah, not gonna happen. Anywho, so, uh, yeah, you know, infusions, therapies, and stuff. Yada yada
1: yada. Oh, and, you know, um, we've been trying to get to the bottom of a few issues.
0: Yes. Now, I'm sure everybody has gone through an experience like this, where you have a medical issue, um, probably you are experiencing pain somewhere, and you tell your doctor, hey, man, it hurts right here, and your doctor, for whatever reason, kind of dismisses the issue, and, you know, Oh,
1: wait, but first, he pushes right there.
0: I see know if it really does hurt. Why is it that you tell them it hurts right here? Mm-hmm. And then they feel the need to push. Right there. <laughs> you're like, I <laughs> just told you that and you're hurts. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just told you that hurt. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind yeah. of yeah. fucking hair? Does Something. this hurt?
1: Does this yes. hurt? Yes! Yes!
0: <laughs> Did I not just say it hurt? <laughs>
1: Your face to see if you're <laughs> they, cringing. They, they try to see
0: how high you jump.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in your like, case.
0: Yep. Yeah. So anyway. But then they don't listen to but you. But then they don't listen to you. They're like, oh, you know, you've got full range of motion or you don't have this other symptom, or for whatever reason, they decide you're fine. And they tell you, you know, take an aspirin
1: or whatever. And do some physical therapy and it'll probably go away. Right.
0: So, they do not investigate the source of the pain. They just assume that it's not really a big
1: deal. Um, If you're not bawling while you're in there. If you're not crying your eyes out. If you're you're not screaming and crying,
0: you're okay. And if you can move, you're okay. Regardless of how much pain you might be in, you're okay. So, many many years ago once upon a time in uh, an industrial area of San Diego uh, I sustained a work-related injury to my shoulder. Now when I say my shoulder what I'm really talking about is my shoulder blade and what I really really mean is the area beneath my shoulder blade, the muscles. So long ago, I sustained this injury, and the the uh, what do they call them when you the workman's comp doctor lady uh, took some X-rays and decided I just needed some PT, and that's what happened. Is so I think I got like six visits at the time. Ooh, ooh, generous. Uh huh. So six minutes later, you know, my shoulder still hurts. And honestly, for the next freaking 20, 25 years, my shoulder hurts. And periodically it will hurt enough for me to say to someone, hey, my shoulder hurts. And they will say, hey, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, and I do it. And then they're like, yeah, you're fine. And I'm not crying. I'm not weeping or anything. I'm just
1: Putting up
0: with it. Putting up with it. So, so I finally got a doctor to listen to what I was saying, which is, my shoulder hurts. God damn it. Will you fucking fix it? I did not say the F word when I spoke to the doctor. So anyway, very nice doctor. He takes x-rays. There's nothing to see because this is a muscular problem. So, I say, hey, maybe we should do an MRI. And he says, and this was practically a miracle right there. Yeah, let's do
1: one. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. So, how many doctors are you told? I
0: have no idea. I have no idea how many doctors, physical therapists, nurses, whoever. And this guy finally listens to you. This guy listens So, um, and it wasn't just like, oh, male doctors aren't listening. It was like everybody, female doctors, all kinds of people just weren't listening when I was saying there's something wrong here. So I get the MRI and to everybody's shock except for mine and I think Julianne's, uh, I have a tear in my shoulder, (laughs) a tear. What do they call it? Rotator cuff tear. A tear in the rotator cuff muscle thing. Anyway, so they send me to an osteo guy, and um, when I go to see the osteo guy, they have me talk with the nurse first.
1: You mean and the orthopedic?
0: Orthopedic?
1: Yeah. Said have I been orthopedic. using
0: the whole wrong? No, you just
1: said the wrong one, but it's orthopedic. Orthopedic.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Orthopedic. Yes. Okay. And he's a PA. Yeah. But you talked to the nurse. First I talked to the nurse. The nurse asks me, so you've been experiencing pain in your shoulder? And I say, yes. But frankly, I think we're all talking about different body parts here. Yeah. It's not clear. Because I was referring to the pain beneath my shoulder blade. Also known as the scapula, so I was complaining of uh, scapular pain, but what they, the, where they had found
1: the tear, was as we said before at the rotator cuff, and and further out on the shoulder.
0: Yeah, further out on the shoulder, and yes, it hurt there too. So she asks me a few questions. Actually, she asked quite a few questions. Why quite a few. Quite a few questions. You know, does it hurt over here, here, here? And she listened very carefully, and she wrote everything down, and she said, you know, I'm going to talk to the doctor. He may want to get some imaging before he talks to you. So you may see me. You might see the, the radiologist. You might see him. Who knows? So not very long after. Yeah. Really quite quickly. Yeah. Um, she comes back and she says, you know, that they want to get an x-ray of your neck. They think
1: something's going on. They
0: think something's going on with your neck. Um, so they x-rayed my neck and, uh, I'm looking at the x-ray with Lance, the PA. PA, and, um, he's showing me all these little places where it's not as wide as it should be
1: between your vertebrae
0: between my vertebrae he's like see here how that one's kind of squooshed more than the one over here i'm like yeah it's really obvious and then on the other side he's like see here where the roots or whatever are supposed to come out and how it a narrow here and narrower here and really really narrow it's like that's not good either So, so he says it's degenerative
1: degenerative this is not a happy word people and this is the first time you've heard about it and the first time i've heard about it
0: right nobody prior to this has suggested there might be degeneration in my spine so um so this, of course, means I need further testing, and I need to see a different guy. Because the guy I was seeing, Lance, is a shoulder guy. So I need, I needed to see... A neck guy. A neck guy. But then you were like... But I'm like, dude, there's a tear in my shoulder.
1: So he's... He's like, there is?
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they did an MRI and everything. Mm-hmm. There is a tear in my shoulder. So... He, he checks out the MRI, and he's like, oh, crap. So, um, he lays out various options, and we decide we're going to do an injection right then in my shoulder, and if it works, that probably means... That's where it's bothering you. In that's the rotator cuff. That's where it's bothering me in the rotator cuff, and maybe maybe injections will keep it fine, and maybe I need surgery, who knows. So, um, so I get the injection, but he also says you still really need to get an MRI, and you still really need to see the neck guy. And so, I gotta wait for my insurance to approve all of this, and um, then go and get another MRI, which is not really a problem. I'm not uh, claustrophobic like some people are. Yeah. If you're claustrophobic or if noise really bothers you, an MRI is going to be hell. Sorry about that.
1: But, like, okay, so your your shoulder you got a shot in, and how did that feel?
0: Um, it was not bad, and now uh, that part that was shot,
1: it, it feels better. Is it still numb or not? I can't feel anything Can't right there, feel so... Anything. Yes. Okay, and then, what, were you or were you not experiencing more headaches recently? Yes. With migraines, and you got treated at a certain physical therapy place where they didn't suggest, oh, maybe you need imaging because I can't pop your neck. Right, they couldn't pop my neck,
0: and they also couldn't um, get my muscles in the neck and shoulders and upper back to relax <laughs> at all. It's like they are tight. Yeah. So nobody's been able to make me feel any better about the pain in my shoulders and in my neck um, minus of course the shot that was done today which is helping that With one the spot. Tear. With the tear. Yes. So, uh, so yes, for years people have had opportunities to go, hey, you know what, maybe there's something wrong here and we should investigate further. Just image it. Gosh dang okay? it. Yeah. Image it. Yeah. So nobody, nobody has.
1: Nobody has. Nobody has. And this is the first we're hearing about, and Lance was all, oh, yeah, yeah, you know about this. Um, it's like, no, I don't.
0: Nobody told me this.
1: It's like, I've had, I've been diagnosed with
0: RA with rheumatoid arthritis for a long time.
1: Long, long time. Long,
0: long time. And nobody has suggested that there was anything wrong with my spine. Yeah. Or that I needed to worry about my neck. Although I did my, the first surgery I ever had was a fusion of my uh, lumbar like l4 l5 so it's not like nobody knew that there were problems with my spine but um nobody has suggested at all that there were problems in my
1: neck exactly right so um like he talked about what your options were as far as back doctors here and it sounded like there were three a new guy, a guy you had to go to Brigham for, and a guy that was just kind of okay, you know, like... Well, he didn't say he was just okay, he didn't...
0: It, it, I mean, he works at the same office, obviously he's going to say he's good. Yeah. They're all great, they're yeah. wonderful, they they specialize in different things. You might have to see a different all one, depending
1: on what's going on with your neck and stuff. Off and stuff. And, and he pointed to a little skeleton drawing. He's like, right in here might be where you're having the scapula, right? Scabula right. Band. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, in addition to the part that they had X-rayed my neck, he felt that further down in my back, it's messed up. In yeah. the uh, what is that? The thoracic. Thoracic. Yeah. In the thoracic area, which is the upper back.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, th- that might have some issues as well. And then probably they should get into that as well. Yeah. But that is not what they're planning right now. Right now. One crisis at a time. They're planning an MRI and to see uh-huh. the neck guy. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so I have... And then, I, you know, we had a couple, two, three things to do before we came home. Yeah. But by the time we came home, my head really hurt. And, um, I had to lay down with a washcloth. and No
1: lights. No lights.
0: No sound. And, no sound. and oh. So finally I broke down and I... Jillian got me a, a
1: Medicine for medicine years. for my migraine. Migraine mm-hmm. and And then there was like this thunderstorm that was loud. Oh my gosh. The
0: thunder hit and I thought we were being hit by a missile. It was so loud. I did too. I'd leapt out of my seat. I'm yeah. like, holy crap, what the F was that? Yep. And julian leapt out of her seat. And we're all like, wow, that was the loudest thunder
1: we have ever heard yeah, in our lives. it just cracked right over us. Yeah. So that didn't help you? N-
0: not with the headache, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we, you relaxed for a little while, and then we got to the medicine, and are, are you feeling better?
0: My head is feeling a little bit better. Um, so I also wanted to talk about what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. With uh, the gastroenterologist. Yes. So I have a liver condition, which means periodically I have to see the gastroenterologist. Usually about twice a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and every time I see them, they're like, "Oh, we got to order this test." So I showed up this time expecting them to say some kind of test, and he's like, "So what are we supposed to, you know?" Ordering yeah. for you? Do you need a CT scan? Do you need an endoscopy? Do you need a... I don't know. Anyway, I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. How should I know? And he's like, Tara, I have over a thousand patients. There is no way I can keep track of what everybody needs in on one schedule. He's like, you really need to pay more attention and like write it down somewhere, so that when it's time. For stuff to happen, you know and you let us know. hmm uh, <laughs> now it's not like they don't put it in their computer, because they do, and usually they call me. Usually. But he's right, you know, I really do need to take a more active, you know, space what a, uh, what was the stance. word stance like, stance. I need to I need to pay more attention
1: with uh, what's happening with uh, different doctors and my body. We are though, we're taking notes. We just gotta transcribe them into our document. Yeah. But you're right.
0: It's just, yeah, you know, I gotta pay more attention. But it's hard because we have a lot of doctors. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's one guy that we go see when we don't feel so good. There are many, Plethora. many people we go see, depending on what specific part of the body isn't feeling so good. You know, like, many. So, it's a lot mm-hmm. to keep track it of. It is. It's a lot to keep track of. And, uh, so, so we go. I'm expecting him to order something sometime. But due to the fact that they had kind of dropped the ball and I hadn't picked it up, mm-hmm. Um, I have to <laughs> I have to have an endoscopy on Monday. They're like, "How about Monday?" I'm like, "Monday?" And I got to find out that I am apparently a high-risk
1: patient. Yes, you are. A high... Welcome to the club.
0: Woohoo! I always wanted to join that club. Yes, yeah, I know. And now I'm in
1: it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is the other reason they have to do Monday because they do high-risk people
1: on Monday. Mondays.
0: I don't know why.
1: Is there a reason? Why? Mm, maybe they have more openings in the hospital if shit goes wrong. I don't know.
0: That might be true though. They, it might be that they usually uh, let Paper people go, go over the weekend. Yeah. And so on Mondays, there's more people to like rush you mm-hmm. into a, an emergency situation. I don't right. know. I, I don't know. know. We're just throwing shit. Monday is here. high risk day for some reason. But Monday is high risk day. And somebody had canceled, so
1: I get to. You lucky you. Woo-hoo! And yeah. they wanted to do a colonoscopy at the same time. You're like, whoa, yeah. hold up here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I managed to get out of that this yeah, time. Yeah, but did. they want to do a colonoscopy in like December. Uh, Way to spend the holidays, people. Nice shitting for a few days. Nice, and then having somebody. Literally put a camera up your ass. (laughs)
1: Yeah, joy to the world. I swear to God, there is is no
0: dignity. There
1: is no dignity. (laughs) 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 You got your your booty flying in the breeze there. (laughs) Nobody, Nobody cares. All the bums are the same.
0: (laughs) every ass everybody's got an asshole everybody every got a poop <laughs> everybody's got a poop, everybody's got an asshole <laughs> yeah, so no, did <laughs> so
1: whatsoever.
0: that'll happen somewhere, somewhere in December and he, oh, okay so, a few times ago, when I saw him I asked him, do I need to be seeing the specialist in Salt Lake as well and he said, ah oh, no, you can just see like, okay, because he's in Salt Lake, and <laughs> I think we just went over what a pain in the ass it is for us to go all the way down there, all the way back, and how exhausting it is. So it's not just a little day trip for us. So now, he's like, you need to reestablish contact with them. It's like, you know, it's like they're aliens or something, I've got to send a message. <laughs>
1: Send the laser beams, I don't know, <laughs> but it's dumb because the guy down there was like, yeah, I don't see it yet. Yet. Yeah, he's like, your, your liver's not that bad. It's fine. It's okay. I mean, he sees
0: livers that are way worse than my liver. Thank God. Yes. I mean, sorry for those guys. Sorry, people. I feel bad for you. Yeah. But yay for me. Yeah. <laughs> that my liver is really not that bad, so yeah. So now I have to re-establish contact. Oh God. So uh, so what else has happened? Okay. Now you might be familiar with this as a disabled person. That if you if your friends are from like support groups and things, they might be flaky, not because they mean to be flaky, but because their health is poor and they might have to cancel last minute. So this is, this is our situation, which is that, um, quite a few of our friends are flaky people. So kind of last minute, but not too last minute. I wanted to have uh, a little little gathering, a little party for Labor Day. And my idea was we would have hot dogs and uh key lime pie and just kind of hang out. No big thing. Mellow. Mellow, no big thing. So I invited a few people. Um, I invited some people from our support groups. I invited some people from church. Um, Julianne invited one of her childhood friends um, and uh, there was overall a pretty positive response there were a few people who were like yeah I can't come, sorry I already have plans which, you know, who doesn't if somebody asks you to a the last minute but other people were like hey yeah I'd really like to come can I bring my boyfriend, daughter, whoever and we're like sure, yeah that sounds like fun we'd love to see him so, more the merrier. So, now the ditty of the party, um, I get, I don't know, bug at my ass. I don't know what. But I go crazy, like cleaning the house and dusting. rearranging furniture and dusting stuff and arranging all of the paper products and planning and plotting and, you know, and Julianne's like, whatevs, you know, she had just had her humerus shot, so she wasn't really...
1: I was out of the game. She
0: was out of the game. She was not really participating. Um, so, I went to a lot of trouble. Yeah, you did. To get this shindig off the ground. And, uh, yeah, I was literally dripping dripping with sweat getting this together. So, um, I don't know, not too long before the party starts, uh, I decided, well, now is a good time to uh, cook up the dogs. So we cook up the dogs. We put them in the oven so they stay warm. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put out all the salads and, uh, you know, Stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: condiments, Yep. Yeah. and everything and boats, spoons and stuff. And you know, the hour of the party comes
1: and goes, starts to go a little bit, goes for a while there, maybe like fifteen minutes in. Yeah, about
0: fifteen minutes in which really isn't that bad. About 15 minutes in, um, Julianne's childhood friend shows up, God bless her. And she is a lot of fun and we love her. So, you know, we're happy to see her and she brought a delicious salad.
1: I know, win on the salad.
0: Oh my God, it was so good. So what she did was she uh, cubed a mango and sliced up a cucumber and um, tossed them together with some lemon juice. And it was delicious. It was perfect. perfect. It was summery and light and really, really good. So, and, bonus, she let us keep the salad. Yeah, and we got to take it. Which was awesome. Loved that salad. We finished it off. Yep. So anyway, she's here, and nobody
1: else is here, and after a while, I just start texting people like, dude, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where the
0: F (laughs) are you, people? So, one friend is like, oh, we can't come after all. And that's their excuse for not being here. Yeah. And another friend uh, tells us oh gosh my roommate is sick and I have to fold his laundry and her boyfriend that she had planned to take bring with her um, was apparently having a uh,
1: yard care issue a
0: yard care crisis of crisis. some sort yeah. that had to be dealt with at that exact time
1: and um, and our one friend said, "I'll be over in just a minute."
0: Yeah, one of our friends was like, "Oh, I had this thing I want to bring to you guys, and I gotta find it, and once I do, I'll be over." And this was true. It was true indeed. And so finally, everybody's eating who is here, and that is me, Julianne, her she childhood friend, people. and her
1: one other, other person,
0: yeah.
1: What other person? And, um... Which was, like, half the party. Like, half of the people we had expected.
0: No, it was, like, a quarter or, I mean, it was a fraction. A fraction. A, a fraction. A small fraction of the people but that, we were having that had fun. come back. But we were having fun. We are having a nice time. Everybody's chatting. And, um...
1: Then I get a, a text from another friend who's like, Hey, are you still having that party? I just got your text, and can I get a ride?
0: Yeah, so he's like, I'd love to come, but I, he doesn't drive. Right. So he needed a ride over. So, um, friend A volunteered to go pick up friend B, and we're like, are you sure? Cause
1: you seem tired. You yeah, seem tired, and, and
0: Julianne could go, and, you sure you want to do the like, A? no, I can do it. And they're friends. They've known each other probably as long as we have. Yep. So, um, he goes off and does not come back. It
1: disappears for a long, long time. And I send it to saying, where are you guys? Are you guys okay? Are you okay? Because I was
0: really worried because, you know, friend B does not live that far away. Right. It, it should have taken, like, what, 15? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah to pick them up. Should have not taken very long. So finally, after a long period of time, when um, Julianne's childhood friend is about to head home. Yeah. So, I mean, the go. party is over and she's trying to head home. Finally, the guys show up. I'm like, oh, there you are. Are you okay? Yeah, there you are, are you okay? I've been texting you, and they're like, oh, didn't have, didn't have the phone on. Didn't have the phone on. Didn't have the
1: phone on. And I'm like, oh, And what? we've been sitting at friend A's house listening to music.
0: Which was the part that was a punch to the gut. It's like, really? We want to hang out together but at Friend A's house. And not here. Not at your house. And listening to his
1: music and not listening to your music and stuff. And we know how to change the music here, too. It like, is
0: possible yeah. to change the music at our house, should people desire.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. we've just about everything. Yeah. Yes. So I was deeply wounded, and
0: everybody was on my shit list, except for Julianne's childhood friend, God bless her. Yep. And friend B, who, you know, it's not really his fault. Yep. So everybody else was on my shit list, especially friend A, because his behavior really hurt my feelings. So I decided... It was really, really necessary to get a cat. You'd been deciding that for a while. I had wanted a cat for a while, um, but, you know, Julianne has asthma that's quite serious. And um, we've been concerned about the cost. We've been concerned about, uh, you know, just taking care of uh, another living being. Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. It is a lot of responsibility. Uh, so, but I was like, you know what? I have lived in this area for 13 years. Yeah. 13 years, folks. And I do not have even one close friend besides Julianne. And that is painful. And it hurts. And so, I'm like, you know what? At this point, I really need... Affection from someone. Some
1: unconditional on, love. Some
0: unconditional... Yeah. And we have tried dogs in the... I know a dog is really the way to go if you want unconditional
1: love. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the dog was too like a, like a
0: golden retriever or something yeah. is the way to go if you want unconditional love. But we had tried having a dog before and it was a dismal failure. And there's a whole other podcast about that if, yep. you, if you want to.
1: Talking about pets.
0: Check it out. So, uh, but I, I was feeling like, you know what, we really could do a cat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so. Um,
1: you looked into it. You did uh, a lot of research.
0: I have done so much research. And um, so I bought cat stuff. And some of it came today, and we were able to buy some at the grocery store today. And the rest of it is coming tomorrow. And once it is here, and we have set up the office, which is where we have decided she should be kind of the cat's room, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once we've got that all set up, we're going to go down to the Humane Society and get a Get a kitty cat. Yeah,
1: pick one out.
0: Gonna pick one out. And, you know, I've been looking at their website, and ah, cats are just
1: beautiful.
0: They are. I think, you know, you don't have to worry about what they look like, because they are beautiful. You just have to kind of figure out whose personality is the best It's kind us. of a match. Yeah. You know, we're looking for a, a snuggly, cuddly, want to hang out, and... Just nap, kind of. Yeah. Pet. Pretty mellow. Mellow. We are not really looking for a kitten. No? Not really. Because kittens, they need to be trained, and they have a lot of energy, and they're super Haughty cute. Problems. But they 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 are more work yep. than a cat that has been around the block. Mm-hmm. So we're looking for an, an older cat. Probably. Um, I'm hoping we can get a cat that's at least a year old, and I would not object to it being older. Um, so, we're gonna go, we're gonna talk- Check it out. Check it out, and um, see if we fall in love with anybody, and if we do, we are gonna bring them home. Yeah. And if we don't, we're gonna just wait until they have more cats, because- or look elsewhere. Or look at Four Paws, or look at uh, Ogden, or, or Salt Lake, or wherever. Well, I wasn't going to go that far, but I was going to look at KSL. Maybe, oh, yeah, KSL. Cats that needed new homes, and, yeah. you know, look there. So, um yeah. Yeah, it has, the time has come. For cats. For a cat. For a cat to be. At least one cat, possibly two. Julianne might fall in love with a cat also. I might, I don't know. It could happen. So, we're thinking a cat, maybe two. Yeah. But we have decided, we have agreed, no more than two. I think, officially speaking, you are not a crazy cat lady until you have four. (laughs) And we are not going to go that far. No. Not going to happen. No. Oh, no way.
1: No, way. no. We have a
0: limit. Yes, we do. One cat per person. And there are two of us, so no more than two cats. Exactly. Yes. So I've there's there's one on their website that's just really, really pretty. I know. She's uh she's uh got pretty gray fur She's got big blue eyes, and she's nine, but, you know, Uh, it's not 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 an age game. It's not a crime to be nine years old. No. You know, it's just, it's not. Exactly. So, we were, I'm kind of leaning in her direction. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to pick her but she's You're gonna so look at pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna take a look. Mm-hmm. Um. And should you decide to get a pet, I would encourage you also to go to your local humane society or animal shelter or um, adopt a cat that. Um, that is in need of a home you know maybe somebody's moving or somebody's allergic or whatever Mm -hmm. but I would encourage you to save a kitty cat's life rather than going to a breeder Mm -hmm. um, unless you have some very specific requirements that would require a specific breed exactly Um, Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so anyway that's been our shitty ass week been our shitty 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 Shitty-ass week.
1: And yeah. well, that's okay, because you know what? Life is full of shit, too, sometimes. Especially if you're having a colonoscopy. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Thank goodness you're not. Not? No. Just not your endoscopy too. Monday.
0: Monday. Yeah, and I'm not really worried about the procedure itself. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I'm high risk, but I'm not really worried about the procedure. I've had it before, um... They put you to sleep. They put you to sleep. Well, technically, they give you a medication where you forget what happened to the prior three yeah. seconds. Unless but, you're throwing up like I was. Right. But the effect is that they put you to sleep. Yeah. You are not, you don't feel what's going on. Yeah. And you don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what's worrying me. What's worrying me is that the last time they did it, they found a polyp. That was cancerous, that was the bad kind of cancer. So I'm kinda concerned about what they may find. Yeah. Um but uh
1: yeah. We'll get her done. Get it done. Yep. And then you just have to figure out a way to cope with all the other crap going on. Does it ever fucking end? For you. You've had a really year God. It's like if it's
0: not one thing, it's another thing. And every time we think, oh, well, you know what? I, this thing, I'm getting better. Things are resolving. I may
1: have turned a corner. I think you have, though. But and still. Then shit goes down, people. That's right. Shit goes down. That's
0: right. And, you know, you're...
1: You just can't on. hold your breath
0: for too long. You just can't. You know? But I don't want a refund on my
1: body, damn it. <laughs> a refund. Something. It's like, can't they just, like, uh. Just keep swearing, because I understand swearing reduces your pain. That's what I have read, is that swearing. Reduces
0: pain. So that's why you cuss. That's why I cuss. (laughs) It's it's a medical necessity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I I am pretty sure that uh the gods hate us. Me especially. At least right now. So, uh, yeah. I'm cursing the gods as well. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. the last. So.
1: <laughs>
0: any any final uh, thoughts? I think we're starting to,
1: to, to fade. Yeah. Um I don't nothing. I'm just like holding on to see what our next adventure is with this kitty. Yeah.
0: So, um Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, Eventually, someday, sometime, we'll make another podcast. (laughs) And we'll tell you how things are going with Kat. And uh, whether or not any of our friends ever
1: got off our shit list. At least my shit list. And don't forget we have an email. Disabledshit at gmail.com So should you
0: wish to communicate with us for any reason whatsoever... Write to disabledshit at gmail.com. dot and uh, thank you. Have listening. a good night. Have a good night, and let's thank you for listening to our disabled shit. Uh.